Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Mind and Body podcast. I'm so happy to have you guys back again. Uh, we have today Jessica DeLuise from Eat Your Way to Wellness. And I connected with her through a mutual party, which is just, once again, I've said this on previous episodes, how social media works. Uh, she was on a friend of mine's show, Sheldon. And then we just hit it off and we stayed connected. And so here she is today. So everybody say hi. Jessica, say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you share with everybody a little bit? Like, I, I love the videos that you're doing. I love, I love your approach to wellness. You have such an interesting background as a physician assistant and everything that you do. So why don't you give everybody the scoop on what you're about and what Eat Your Way to Wellness is? So Eat Your Way to Wellness is the business. It's a medical practice that I started about two years ago. And myself, I mean, the reason I started it is because I was in healthcare for 10 years. I practiced as a physician assistant in Philadelphia. And then I went to the urgent care and I went into the hospital and all these settings, I realized that healthcare providers really did a poor job. And I think everyone's probably shaking their head because we do a poor job educating patients about food. And, you know, it's one of these things that we do every single day, three times a day. So if we don't have a great grasp on what we're choosing and how we're fueling our body, that is really one way to, to fuel disease instead of, you know, fuel our wellness. So I started Eat Your Way to Wellness, and it's exactly what it sounds like. Uh, patients come to me. We do a full intake, a full physical exam, lab work. Um, food allergy testing, and every single patient plan is complete with a shopping list, recipe ideas. We go through the grocery store together. It's really comprehensive, and it's really geared toward individuals that want to make you know substantial change in their life. And then, yeah, I do a lot of videos online, and that's just a passion of mine. And I show people how to make things. I go to different uh, different locations, like a mushroom farm I went to, a microgreens farm I went to, a free-range egg farm, and kind of take a behind-the-scenes look at, hey, this is our food system. This is how you guys should be choosing ingredients, and this is how you use them in a dish. So hopefully, um, you know, a national network wants to pick that up one day. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so would you say that your services are hyper-local? Because are you working with patients that you already see day-to-day -day in the hospital setting, or do you work with people nationally? Um, it seems really personalized, which I think is the change of wellness now. It's, not, it's no longer like a cookie cutter. You're really getting to the nitty-gritty of each patient. Yeah, exactly. So these actually are not patients that I saw in the hospital. My practice is completely separate from anything that I did before. Mm -hmm. And I can see people all over the country. So, you know, it's more becomes a consulting situation at that point. So, you know, maybe they they visited their doctor and their doctor or their practitioner, whoever that may be. And their practitioner has said, you know, choose better fats for your heart disease. And someone might say, well, I don't really know what that means. So we can actually jump on a, a Zoom call and I can go through how to choose fat, you know, what what are the effects, what is the data, what does it say, and what are some easy practical approaches to choosing fat throughout your day. So it's, it's pretty, really nice. And it is very, very patient-centered. And I think that's, you know, that's the movement of medicine. Um, I just got my culinary medicine certificate from Tulane University about a month ago. I took that exam and that was actually 60 credits online and 24 credits in the kitchen with the chef RDs down in New Orleans. And so that's even given me a more robust understanding of food and calculating nutrient needs and how I can really, you know, better help the people that I work with. 
That's awesome. Congratulations on that. That sounds so Thank cool. you. Yeah. yeah. Um, so are there certain things, like I am always, for me myself, just going through it, I feel like you should always be your own advocate. Like when you see a doctor, you should really go in with a set of questions and, a, and some awareness about your own health. If you had to tell somebody, um, let's say they're experiencing, as you said, some heart problems or thyroid issues, are there certain things that people should really know um, when visiting a new doctor or just really know about themselves? So one of the common issues that I see in my practice, and it actually, no matter if someone's coming to me to manage diabetes or high blood pressure or to lose weight, because I see all of those things, a lot of individuals do not keep track of what they're eating and how they're feeling for a couple of weeks leading up to a new doctor appointment or a new practitioner appointment. If you're seeing a PA, like what I am. Um, so I would say that that is first and foremost, if you haven't kept track of what you're eating, how much of it you're eating and how you're feeling, it's kind of like a waste of time when you finally get to that practitioner's office, because they're going to ask you these questions and you have to shuffle through your phone and your calendar and try to figure it out. It's a waste of time on everybody's part, even the patient's time, you know? Um, but then if you have all those facts in place, your practitioner can then help you better and they can create an immediate plan. Um, so I think that's number one, you know, number one, you should always go to an appointment with that. And yes and no, as far as being empowered, you know, I think we get into this habit of Googling everything mm. and, one day you may have, you know, felt lightheaded because say you hadn't eaten in six hours. I'm making this up, but all of a sudden you Google, you know, dizziness and you get this whole slew of diagnoses and then you're, you know, freaking out because you're not sure what you have. So I think yes and no. I think if you're going to look up your symptoms, make sure it's accredited source. So any university, the NIH, the CDC, they all have great resources. So make sure it's you know, specific to what your actual symptoms are, and it's from accredited source. I yeah. think if you do those two things, you're, you're in a better situation. That's a great piece of advice, because Google can really open up a black hole of <laughs> unnecessary fear. Um, so I think that's important that you should be looking at where you're getting the advice from. So that's, that's a really good Really, really good tip. I'm taking it for myself. Um, so if you could give someone three tips that they would need to revamp their lifestyle today um, from, a well, from, a, from in the kitchen, let's say, um, what would those three tips be? Ooh, I'm on the spot with that. Okay, so I would say that if you aren't filling half of your plate for every single meal with non-starchy vegetables, that would be step one. Mm -hmm. So look at your plate make an imaginary line right down the center of it. And half of that on one half of that plate should be non-starchy vegetables. That is going to do a lot of things. One, it's going to give you antioxidants, nutrition, fiber, water. It's going to fill you up and it's going to ensure that you're getting, you know, the appropriate amount of vegetables. And this has, this is even for breakfast because I think breakfast tends to be um, a sticking point with a lot of patients. They're eating a bagel, a waffle, cereal, oatmeal, but very little in the way of nutrition. Uh -huh. So even, you know, whether it's sauteed greens and some tomatoes, it should happen at breakfast as well. Uh, number two, I would say is get rid of the plastic. So make sure that you're storing your leftovers in glass or stainless steel. Don't ever, ever, ever put anything hot in plastic. Don't ever, ever, ever microwave in plastic. And if you can uh, limit your plastic bags that you're actually purchasing from the store, that's even better because 
plastic not only disrupts our health, even if it's BPA-free, there's still chemicals, it still degrades in hot water, and it's also disrupting our environment um, in a big way. So I would say number two is get rid of the plastic. And number three is, actually this is kind of in the kitchen but not, is rest. A lot of my patients are not getting the appropriate amount of rest. And what happens is then they tend to become inflamed, their cortisol levels are high, they gain weight, they're anxious, they're agitated. So I would say get the appropriate amount of rest. And for any, most adults, it's about seven hours of uninterrupted sleep. Um, And that can happen. I mean, if you have a new baby, obviously you're exempt from that rule, but about seven, seven and a half hours of uninterrupted sleep without your TV, without your cell phone, without music, without video games. And, and that I think it leaps and bounds will do leaps and bounds for someone's wellness. It lowers blood pressure. It helps with weight gain, the whole thing. Nice. So what, so backtracking a little bit, I forgot to ask you this. Did you have your own personal journey, which just naturally brought you to wellness and helping others? Did you struggle as a child? Was there anything, what, what, cause you know, people find their passion in different ways. What brought you here today? You know, I did, I had a a little bit of an issue when I was in my young twenties, late teens. So when I was in high school, you know, junior, senior in high school, I actually would get these really bizarre syncope episodes where I would actually pass out. And those lasted for a few years. And it wasn't until I moved to Philadelphia and went to graduate school. I grew up in New York that I went and saw a neurologist and did an EEG and an MRI and all these things. Not that I didn't have the opportunity to do that when I was in high school, but I had seen a physician who put me on birth control because she said, okay, your menses is irregular, take birth control. And that was kind of weird. That was a weird kind of, you know, thing that they did then. And they did an EKG, which was normal. So they kind of just brushed it off as a young teen. And it wasn't until I got the full workup where they actually diagnosed me with perhaps a complex migraine type situation. But as those few years leading up to that point where I received the diagnosis, I was put on low sugar diet and they told me to eat artificial sweeteners. And that caused a whole nother issue of me having really severe reflux and ulcers. And then given a pill for that too. And when I got the migraine diagnosis, I was given a pill for that too. And it was like, at at some point I was just around the time where I met my husband in my early twenties. And I thought, I looked at my life and I looked at all these pills and I looked at the fact that I still wasn't feeling better. And I thought there has to be a better way. So, um, I don't suggest anyone do this, but I stopped all my medication at that time. My uncle hooked me up with someone who was a naturopath and I really just, I did a raw diet for 30 days. And again, I don't suggest that to anybody. It's just what I did, you know, 12 years ago. And, and I just kind of looked at myself from the inside out and I thought, could these symptoms be a function of what's going on inside my body? And I feel great now. Like I don't have any of those symptoms anymore. Wow. Uh, yeah. And it's, and again, maybe this is not something that will translate to everyone's life, but I do think taking a look at what you're putting on your skin, what, you know, shampoo, uh, shampoo you're using, what candles you're burning, all these things really play a huge part in your wellness. I think people overlook that, like even from like the candles, like people don't realize that sometimes you're burning pure toxins into the house, mm-hmm. um, I think unless you make yourself aware. So I, I totally agree with uh, everything you're saying. That's great. I'm glad that you're on the up. You don't need any medication now. That's so cool. That is like the optimal thing. I think if you could live your life medication free, like that's just awesome. I think it's good. You know, I will say this, Nadia. I- 
I do. I get this question all the time. So can you eat whatever you want now? And it's like, no, you know, this is, this always makes me laugh because I'm an adult. I know what the triggers are that may exacerbate reflux, right? I know what the triggers are that may give me a migraine, but I'm an adult and I own it. And this is what it is. I don't need to go eat loads and loads of processed crap just because it's yummy. Like I can see beyond that. And I think Mm -hmm. once you actually see beyond, well, aren't you embarrassed when you go out with friends or, well, well, does your food taste good? Yes, my food tastes good, but I know it's also something that's going to make me feel good. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's not easy at all by any means. And I I think I would be doing a disservice to whoever's listening to say, yeah, it's easy. It's great. But I eat whatever I want. I go in the grocery store, I buy whatever. I don't read labels, you know, but that's not reality. Reality, it's it's a, you, once you're, uh, very comfortable making these choices, sure, then it, they become easier. But every single day, I make a choice to be well, or at least do as much as I can to be well, right? I do as much as I can. And then God has a plan that is only his plan, right? Um, but I just, everyone listening needs to know that it doesn't just, you don't just snap your fingers and you lose the 50 pounds. It takes really some dedication to yourself and to your wellness. Agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, which brings me to my next question. Um, so it's work as you just explained, yes. is there, is there any, um, client that you worked with that just really blew you away that might've been resistant? I mean, you don't need to name names, but might've been resistant in the beginning and then just totally tur- did a turnaround for their life and just made a complete change. Okay. This is such an interesting question because I had a patient. So I work with clients in three month packages. And, uh, during the first initial set stage of it, we get, get, you know, I give them the plan and the shopping list and all this stuff. And she said, she was like, you know, I don't know. This, this is not, these are not my goals. And I don't know why you're saying that this is important because it's not. And I said to her, just trust me, just trust me. You may not think this is important, but from an outsider hearing the symptoms that you're telling me about, you know, we ended up, it was a little bit convoluted. She had some other issues. It wasn't just a cookie cutter a weight loss. And she, when we had our two-week follow-up appointment, she said to me, you know, I have to tell you, I stopped having this symptom and three people unsolicited said to me, hey, you're not doing that anymore. Wow. And then she said, and then I talked to a friend of mine who's working with somebody else and paying twice as much, which is whatever. Um, anyway, she's paying twice as much and she got something very similar. So it kind of makes me feel like maybe you're not all that crazy. (laughs) I felt so, she was so blunt. I love it. I mean, I have such a great relationship with my clients. I love that she said that to me. Um, but you know, it's, it was so vindicating one to say, okay, yes, I know what I'm doing. I'm helping people. Right. Cause it's always nice to give yourself that positive feedback, but two, like, holy crap in two weeks. I, what I suggested to this woman actually resolved a symptom and not only did it resolve the symptom, it resolved a symptom that three other people noticed. Right. So, um, yeah, yeah. That happens all the time because at the end of the day, media and our, whether it be our food system or whether it be some of the organizations that put labels on food or whether it be even companies, brands, right. Often our, as the consumer, our best interest is not in the forefront. So when we go to the store, it's very easy to be misguided, confused, misled. So it's really important. So, you know, when you make these changes, it's really important to remember that we're going against the norm when we're trying to make these changes and empower ourselves with education, right? We're going against what we've known for maybe 50, 60 years. So it, it can be 
kind of a mind boggling situation at some, at, at the beginning. Yeah. So in a situation like that, where she kind of wasn't agreeing with what you were suggesting, how do you get a client to stay committed? Are they already, are they already focused and willing to do whatever, whether they agree with you, yes or no? Or is it sometimes a struggle, like when you do your weekly calls, let's say, and you follow up and they haven't done anything? Have you yeah that happens I mean that does definitely happens um I I am really good about following up and I think all my clients will will tell you one once every one to two weeks I'm texting like are you doing this are you doing that I sit down I go through my patient list and I I text or I email depending on how they like to be contacted so I think having me you know someone like me to be accountable to is very helpful but you have to remember everything I'm doing is 100% voluntary they have chosen to come receive education and recommendations outside of their primary care physician. So they are already saying, you know, Hey, my friend worked with Jess or I have seen her video. They've already said, I need to make a change. And during that initial phone call, before there's any contract signed, before there's any exchange of money, before we even sit down, I ask them, what do you want? Where do you see yourself? what do you need to do to get there? Like, what do you need from me to make sure that not only they have a goal in mind and they have some motivation, but also I can deliver, right? There's, there has to be some management of expectations. So certainly there's already a level of commitment before they even come to see me. But if they're not committed, you know, I just had a, another client who's been working with me for six months and, you know, it's back and forth and I don't know. I just think these, you know, and I finally said to her, do you want to go through, you know, and I went back to the notes from the original meeting. I said, do you want to go through another summer, not feeling comfortable, feeling hot, not being mm-hmm. as active as you want to be with your girlfriends? Like, is that what you want? Cause that's the road that we're on right now. And I kind of gave some tough love and she said, no, absolutely not. So I said, what do you have coming up? She has an event coming up in July. So I said, what dress are you wearing? She bought this dress. It's a size smaller. She hung it on her bedroom door. So every morning, when yeah. she's contemplating getting up to do that workout at 5 a.m., she can look at that dress and remember why. So I think it's, it's always right. important to establish those goals with patients. I love that. Um, so one, a few more quick questions. Um, you have a demanding schedule, as many women do, whether they're moms or working moms. So sometimes the snacking can be, be a challenge, right? So sometimes you just caffeinate or you miss a lunch and you're like, whatever. So what are some tips in terms of like on the road, what to pack, what will actually keep you full instead of those empty sugary snacks that are all out there that you could offer um, the list? So that's a great question. And actually, I don't think I've ever shared this with anybody, but in my glove box of my car right now, I have uh, multiple containers. So like maybe once a month, I'll put a scoop of protein powder and a scoop of greens, like a dehydrated greens powder in a container. And that way mm-hmm. it's in my glove box and I can just grab, and it doesn't have to be refrigerated, right? It stays fine. And I just grab it and mix it with water. And you can get Wawa, water at like a Wawa or at a McDonald's. I mean, you can get water anywhere. Uh, so you just mix it with that. If you really are truly hungry. I also have baked chickpeas in there and I have seaweed snacks all items that stay totally fine outside the refrigerator, but they're, if you notice, they're full of protein, full of fiber. So I never really have an excuse. And I think that's the biggest thing too, is I hold myself just as accountable as I might hold a a client of mine. So, you know, 
if I'm not leading by example, how dare I tell them what to do? And it's, right. I'm not perfect. Don't get me wrong. I mean, there've been plenty of nights where we order takeout after, you know, maybe a, a really hectic something. I don't know. I mean, it, it happens, right? It totally happens. But I know that I have the tools to the, the next morning, wake up and get back on the bandwagon. And I know that I have the tools in my kitchen, in my car that I've established and I've taken control of that. Uh, it's really important to sit, to take ownership and take control. When you allow yourself to make those decisions, you are the only one that you can blame for that. Ah, oh, that's a good one. Yes, that's true. That's a good one. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay, so last couple of questions. Like, actually, your last question. Is there anything new and exciting coming up? Because as I mentioned at the beginning of the call, you do so much. So is there anything where people, if they can't work with you but want to get the knowledge base that you offer, where they can find you, um, videos, anything. I would love for you to share. Right. So the best way to actually stay in touch with what's coming up is head over to my website, eatyourwaytowellness.com, and you can actually sign up for my monthly email there. So I will include any deals, any upcoming specials, because sometimes we do group things or events, uh, any new videos, and I send out some really great tips and recipes every single month. So if you just sign up, you'll basically be in the know with me. And follow me on Facebook. So it's just facebook.com slash eat your way to wellness. And on Instagram, it's eat your way to wellness. Jess, in case, I don't know, there might be another one, but it's me. <laughs> you know, if you're finding me on social media and getting on my email list, as my business continues to grow and as things, because you know, things as a business owner are always fluid, they're always evolving. So as things continue to grow and evolve, uh, you know, I will keep everyone up to date and in the loop. And, um, yeah, they'll be the first one to know for sure. Jess, forgive me. I have to ask this question. With summer coming around, people are so up on these quick fixes. What is your tip for people that are believe, that believe in the quick fix, a cleanse, a shake, or whatever? What is your number one outgoing tip for the end of this call? You know, nothing, I think we talked about this, but nothing is going to be a quick fix. And if and while it may solve one problem, you know, the shakes, the cleanses, whatever, even if you lose weight immediately, it, you're not going to have the tools to maintain that. So I, I would just say to someone, it's, you know, you have years and years to live. Just take a couple months and really get some good tools, some good foundational work done on yourself, on your psyche. You know, maybe it's some habits you need to create, get that stuff done and then It'll, it won't be an issue for the rest of your life. But if you continue to do these cleanse and fixes and quick fixes, you're going to have to continue to do these cleanses and quick fixes and whatever, right? You're, not, you're never going to get out of that cycle ever. It's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Great tip and great way to end it. Thank you so much, Jessica. Guys, find Jessica on Instagram. Send over any questions you have. She's super helpful. Thank you so much, Jess. And I hope to have you back on the show yes, again. Thanks, Nadia. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.